0: They're like, whoa! We both have mustaches now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's exactly where I wanted to start today. Fact.
0: so cool!
1: <laughs> I've never grown a mustache before. This is my first endeavor. It looks and I've been really paying, good. I've been paying attention to it, and you've got a you've got some excellent growth as well, my friend. Oh,
0: thank you so much! <laughs> thank you so much. The mustache is basically the only thing I can do. I have like this rosacea on my face that doesn't let me grow a full beard, basically. Like, mm-hmm. the sides of my face are very whispery. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't come... Everything else is like my... So it just grows down my neck, which is kind of gross. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. <laughs> but if I grow a... Bu- I like to do the mustache with stubble. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah,
1: I got nothing on the side. I think the hair here is just grows in kind of like clear white. So I got nothing on the side. Oh, wow. But, yeah, I think... Um, over the holidays, I had a video call with my family and my cousins all in the Bay Area. And I saw my two cousins. They both had young boys, just got strong mustaches. <laughs> 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 and I was like, whoa. I was like, yeah. I need to try this. So yeah. I've been experimenting. I was going to set it for, you know, for the month of January mm-hmm. and assess my situation. But it's pretty fun. I'm really enjoying it.
0: There was a kid in sixth grade named Chaz, <laughs> Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> who one day, he just showed up, and it was like, wow, <laughs> rocking mustache, bro. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, I definitely didn't have that anywhere through, I had no, fa- I, I had no facial hair through high school, basically. Mm-hmm. And then in college, it was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't really start growing facial hair until like in my 20s. Mm-hmm. At some point, you
1: know? well, now in my thirties, I'm going my first yeah. mustachio here.
0: Hell yeah, and it looks so good. What are you going to do with it? What kind of like personas are you going to like? Are you going to enrobe yourself in?
1: I mean, I'm calling this right now a. I'm, I'm working toward a distinguished mustache. All mm-hmm. right, I want it to look, you know, nice. I, I don't think I have the ability necessarily to grow it into anything that looks like a Pringles can guy, mm. but. You know, I'd like to see what kind of length I can get out of it. Maybe a little. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know? Cool. Cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, it looks great. You almost look like you have a little patchiness down below the lip here. Sort of got this Um. Errol Flynn Robin Hood thing going on. I like it a lot. I'll say (laughs) that. I like it a lot. Thank you. Wow. I'm so proud of us. (laughs) And I'm really proud of us for starting a new cycle. Of the Fast and the Furious movies, this is obviously no one likes the Tuna Podcast, the world's premier dedicated Fast and Furious podcast. And um, you know, uh, every week we watch a fa- every two weeks we watch a Fast and the Furious movie. We talk about it for a little bit, and we're starting a new cycle. We're just going straight clean. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we're going straight clean. We're starting with one. I'll say that. Yeah. And at the end <laughs> of this episode, we will decide whether or not we're moving on from two to two. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um so yeah, we watched The Fast and The Furious from two thousand one. What are your thoughts? How was your watch?
1: Uh nice watch today. A little bit rushed, but overall, uh nice little watch through here. Yeah. I think um yeah. You know, it's good to be back at one.
0: It's totally good to be back at one. This movie's like kinda kicks butt.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I know
0: I was very medium on this movie last cycle, like, literally three weeks ago or something. But this movie kind of kicks butt. It's fun. The characters are fun. All the little Mm -hmm. side quips are, like, very fun. Um, I never realized this, but when Vince comes back to the barbecue after sort of, like, storming off in a huff, he comes back, and there's this, like, throwaway line from Leon that's like, where'd you go, movies or something? (laughs) 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 i loved it
1: yeah um you know it's it's nice coming back and like small thing that i picked up on right off the bat was there's very few times throughout the series where they refer to dom with his full name dominic Mm, and brian does so very early on he and um What's his name? The guy who owns the auto shop? Harry. He and Harry, yes, who owns Harry's. Yeah. We're just like tussling in the back. Hey, Brian, what are you doing? Tom comes in. And at some point, Brian goes, well, you know, what would, he's a Dominic. Like, what, is, what does Dominic. Dominic say about that? Dominic. And Dominic. With that, roof, roof, with that growl. <laughs> exactly. But uh, that, that might be the only time that Brian ever refers to Dom as Dominic. And it's early on in their relationship. It's before they've built a little bond. But even br- they're, yeah. I mean, whether they did this on purpose or not, it sets a um, just a start point, and then well, it also sort starting of sets them the
0: apart in a mm-hmm. way because you know Letty and Mia are like Dom. You know, hey Dom, mm. can you deal with this? Like mm-hmm. Dom, it's Dom, 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 like that familial thing and then when it's brian it's dominic Mm -hmm. so right away it's sort of setting them apart he they're setting brian apart from the rest of the team you know
1: Mm -hmm. Um, if i think and if i think future yeah like further into the series really the only person who continues to call or whoever calls dom dominic is mr nobody Who's yeah?
0: That's true. Who's wow. trying to set I himself apart? I forgot he
1: existed. Yeah. To be honest with you, <laughs> right,
0: Mister Nobody, Dominic. Yeah, listen here, you, Dominic. You got to try this Travis Dale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah, I think that, and maybe in the um, start of five after they bust Dom out of the prison bus yep and they're talking about them the, the criminal dominic, dominic Toretto. Toretto.
0: yes i agree the sort of news broadcast
1: flavor. right so Do- dominic is his criminal name but yeah. anybody who knows him and sort of goes to his sign calls him dom
0: Oh, that's good uh it's true sure how how you know who's in the family and who's not you know mhm although i will say cypher definitely calls him dom and she does it really well. She's Charlie's really. She, you know, she's got a real lilt to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the cops in this movie, I think, are fairly incompetent. Would you agree? <laughs> like, I guess Brian O'Connor included the fact that he, like, he's bad at being a cop I think he's bad at being a cop in multiple ways and like we could go through that we sort of have gone through that in our lives you know not just bad at being a cop in terms of he breaks the law in the end when he lets him go but he's sort of bad in that like he lets his emotions bl- all the stuff that his bosses say he's doing albeit they say it in a sort of rude way which we'll get to <laughs> he is doing that stuff like he's letting his emotions and his connections with these people get in the way of him seeing the fact that they're the ones, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, so he like pitches out Hector at certain, he's like, I don't know, maybe it's Hector's crew, you know. And his boss is like, Latinos with spear guns, give me a break. <laughs> why couldn't they have, why would, like, why couldn't Latinos have spear guns? It doesn't make right. any sense to me whatsoever.
1: Why would anybody have, why spear would guns? anybody
0: have a spear gun? <laughs> More than anybody else, I would say. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: If, like, Jacques Cousteau Jr. was also in the race crew and there was a heist happening on the other side at night times using spear guns, I'd be like, hmm, maybe it's this guy who's very spear gun adjacent, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, barring that, why would anybody have a spear gun over anybody else?
1: Go ahead. Okay. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Do we think the spear gun as the choice of weapon in this mm-hmm. movie is mm-hmm. actually a callback to Point Break? Because if you think about wetsuits, That's surfers, wa- there's
0: water, criminals, the water sharks, <laughs> right?
1: That's really the only thing that occurs to me. Because otherwise, in General in Reeves, these spears movies, him in the heart with his <laughs> betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> to me, at least, there's no other reason why Dom would have chosen, or the crew would have chosen, spear gun as the choice weapon for this particular thing.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. It also doesn't seem to like. It seems like the benefits and payoffs. Like, when you weigh the balance scale of the pros and cons of spear gunning (laughs) this this Mm semi-truck, it kind of evens out. Because, yes, you, like, have sort of this safety wire that keeps you from falling off the truck. um, And it, like, breaks the window. And it, like, you know, you can clip it onto yourself. But it also creates the possibility for you to get, like, if you need to get away from the truck, which clearly Vince does at a certain point... It really inhibits that process. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know that the spear gun is like all that. Is it all that?
1: <laughs> well, let's think. Are they trying to be discreet?
0: I mean, in a, in a sense, yes. Are right? they're, they're doing trying to it do at the- night. Just they are mm-hmm. doing it at nighttime. Right? Like if nothing else, they're at least like we gotta do this at nighttime, you know? Like Mm -hmm. we're not telling anybody what's going on. So I think in a sense, yes, they are trying to be they're not doing it super well. But they are trying to be discreet.
1: Right. Because they choose, you know, matching, you know, black civics, so they all blend in. How many cars were there? Were there two, were there three, were there five? Who knows? Right, 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 right. And then, so if they are trying to be discreet, my question is, why choose such an obvious and memorable weapon like a spear gun? Which clearly the cops picked up on, where it's like, you know what I mean?
0: Where he's like, uh, he's like, oh, they're using fucking spear guns for this situation. We got to look for the people who have, why don't they just go to like the spear gun retailers Mm-hmm. And see if anybody came in recently to purchase some spear gunning and equipment
1: right the alternative I'd start there. here, yeah, the alternative here is obviously that uh, they were trying to carry out the robberies with a uh with a level of panache, panache. that had never been yeah. seen before, right yeah, in true. choosing black civics, it wasn't because they wanted to be discreet, but it's because they wanted to. They chose black as the, uh, you know, the color of their crew. And they chose yes. the spear gun as the, uh, you know, the mark of the thief. The mark the mark of
0: the thief <laughs> is a spear gun and a black on a Civic. I mean, I like it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, do li- I mean? They clearly love panache. They have those lights under their Civics that they mm-hmm. use, which aren't, I don't think, benefit anybody at all. <laughs> they just look cool, right?
1: Right. 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 And
0: they're clearly into um, showing their driving skills by zooming in and out around this truck. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think, like, what would the easiest way to do this be?
1: Um,
0: like, if you were to hijack a semi-truck.
1: Well, let's think. Like, we don't actually see it, but don't they... They want the truck to be operational. So they don't do they want the
0: truck to be operational? They need to so drive knock the out? truck out of there. Mm-hmm. Right. So they can't use to... like the EMP <laughs> guns from six with like those uh-huh. pucks. That doesn't, that's not going to fly because it's just going to decapitate or not decapitate, debilitate the truck from operating. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how those work. Like if you take the puck off, does it start up again?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, the only way the way to do it I think the strategy here is This container is leaving the port And it needs to go a certain distance Away from the port So that it's lower chance That the cops are going to be there So you can't, you know You could Plant a driver there Would you want to maybe yeah, just, interrupt that Well, yeah, yeah. Interrupt the driver, the driver at, driver at a truck stop pay the driver
0: off. You could pay the driver Yeah, well, truck stop Truck, truck stop. stop. The truck's gotta stop, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody gotta take a piss. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know? And just give him a sleeping pill. Gets a little drowsy. Maybe he wants to pull over. Although the truckers pee. Do truckers the truckers pee truck?
0: in in the in the truck. I think mostly yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think mostly yes. There's like a jar or something. Uh huh. I would if I was a trucker. I was like, "Time is money, baby. I get paid based on how quick I get this thing somewhere." So yeah, I'm gonna pee in a bottle in this mm-hmm. truck.
1: What's Which is crazy. Normal... So that
0: like when they're shooting shotguns and sh- there's just this, this big bottle of piss <laughs> flying around in
1: there. Yeah, why don't they mention that as a uh, potential risk? You yeah, know?
0: yeah, I would. Yeah, I think like either. Shoot out a tire because I feel like trucks can run with a tire missing. I mean, I, I don't really know much about trucks. I feel like trucks can go down a tire and make it to where they need to go if it's close by. They got mm-hmm. 18 of them, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, they can probably run on 70.
1: I've seen a lot of these, like, 18-wheeler big old truck tires on the side of the highway and stuff. So, these guys must get blowouts.
0: I had one blowout right in front of me one time. Did I ever tell you about that? No. (sighs) Wild. Uh I just sort of saw it. This truck, like, sink. And then this, like, rubber came flying at my car. Yeah. It was wild, man.
1: Did the truck stop or did it keep going? Oh, yeah.
0: He stopped. I actually stopped with him and, like chilled out for a sec because I was a little freaked and then made sure he was okay and then kept going. But yeah, I had that happen and then I ran over a blown out tire one time in a rental. Oh, this story really fucked me. I was on the highway in Fort Myers, Florida. I went to Fort Myers for my birthday one year and I was Mm -hmm. on the highway and I was driving back from a minor league baseball game. And there was just, like, a big chunk of rubber on the road. And the car in front of me, like, swerved really quick. And, like, slowed down. And I didn't really have time to swerve and not, like, hit into the back of him if I had to swerve mm-hmm. also. So, there was just this big thing of rubber on the road. I just plowed into it at 80 miles an hour. Woo! And, uh, yeah. It was not wow. good. I was fine, thank God. But... um. The front of the car was fucked up and it became like a years long argument between me and the rental company and American Express of like who was going to pay for the repair. I tried wow. to return the car and be like, all good. Nothing happened here, and, right? But the lady was like, um, what happened here? I was uh. like, oh, 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 mm. oh, wow.
1: <laughs> We're going to have to take some notes about that one.
0: Yeah, we had the whole write up, a whole thing. Then, Anyway. Uh, I would pull up next to him as he was driving, honk Mm. to get his attention, pull out an actual gun, not a spear gun, and say, could you please stop your truck?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: I think that's what I would do.
1: How about, uh, hit him with a laser pointer in the eyeball, all right? Temporarily Uh, impair his vision, and then instinctively he would want to stop.
0: That could work. Temporary blindness. It's not like a plane. You're not going to get a call from the fucking FBI. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... I got a laser pointer. I can spear ah, gun and
1: ah, a laser ah. pointer.
0: <laughs> that works well. You don't even have... Like, the whole... It just seems like an unnecessary amount of risk to jump from car to truck.
1: I got another one. Yeah. Just get some, um, like, ink. Or, like, a paintball gun. And just cover... Shoot ink or paint all over the windshield so that he can't see anymore. Ooh, be that's a good idea. Pull him out of the car, give it a little window wash, get back on the road.
0: Or just Thank like you, water. Thank you, sir. Too much water, <laughs> you're not going to be able to see. Just get a big hose.
1: There's <laughs> a lot of options here, okay? But they specifically chose spear guns. A lot of
0: options is what we're trying to say, people. A lot of mm-hmm. options. So, anyway. Um... You know that Kenny Lindor, they mention a week. He mentions a week later that he beat up Kenny Lindor with a run, wrench. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the. I wouldn't dare ever say that the timeline slash continuity of these movies is a little <laughs> fast and loose. Okay, mm-hmm. I would never say that. But, and I, I, I'm sure it lines up. But in nine, doesn't it feel like in nine where it's like it happens right like after right the after race. race? Am I yeah. wrong about that vibe? Like, they're both there. I think they're both, like, wearing the same clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Jacob. And, like, Kenny Lindor's just sort of, like, wrapping up something by his car.
1: And they're both devastated sitting in the, um. what is it, in the garage or is yeah. it below the race stands? Yeah, exactly. Kenny it's like comes next up, to he the says. the stadium, too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So... Doesn't it seem like it happened right after?
1: Maybe, maybe they were hanging out under the bleachers for a week, just going back, reliving the that's memory, dealing with their grief. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: that's, that's 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 something. <laughs> that's definitely um, something. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Just seemed it yeah. was a little continuity thing. I noticed this uh around. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Yeah. So the Beverly Hills house that the yeah. FBI and LAPD
0: once home on by Elizabeth Taylor,
1: right? Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure if you shared this, but or shared this like memory. But I've watched this. We watched this movie so many times. I just like accepted that that was a- the actual backstory of this house. And yeah, it's not. I don't think so. It was just it was just a movie set, yeah. And I think it was actually one of the best and most memorable and well used uh, sets totally. throughout the series. I agree. Um, but after I just did a small amount of my research, this house is this home is in Beverly Hills, and it's a circular home, and you can kind of see that throughout the this movie, and they highlight a lot of different architectural sort of features of this home. Not only yeah. do you get the entrance as Brian is being handcuffed and walk through it, but they show multiple angles of the um, bridge going over the outdoor pool. And then once you get inside yeah, there, that. right, it's glass signs on both the interior and then exterior, what seems like on a hill. And they move throughout the space both daytime and nighttime. They show the kitchen with the iced latte scene. Um, One of the
0: great scenes in cinema history.
1: Of course. But I just, yeah, I liked how much they utilized this particular home. And it was a surprise to me to find out that it was not Elizabeth Taylor's home. In fact, it was torn down shortly after this, this movie. And this, this house was. Exactly. Whoa, well, I so. didn't know
0: that. I did know it wasn't Elizabeth uh Elizabeth Taylor's house because Why did I know that I think we just looked it up One time yeah honestly I think I think that's like part of it It's like we just sort of looked it up And I was like mm-hmm. oh it's not quite uh, uh, Not quite What we thought it was basically
1: Yeah yeah but Yeah I you know I remember This I remember this house and It was a surprise to me that it Doesn't exist and I think there was maybe one other movie that it was used in, in much much worse condition than it is shown in this movie, but I feel like I would recognize it if I saw it another time, and it doesn't exist anymore. Hmm.
0: That's kind of a bummer. It's a beautiful house. I really like the house. I like the location. I like how they use the interior, exterior. I like how they use... I mean, I just, like, love that bridge scene, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have them walking around in the daytime, and then when Sarge is trying to have a heart-to-heart with Brian, you know yep. it's Dom all along, right? They're, it's nighttime. They've got the pool flickering. Uh, moonlight, I guess. Brian's face. I think it's well-used.
0: I do, too. I do, too. It looks like they built a Hilton where it used to be. Hmm. Um, Mega estate in Beverly Hills, California I'm just trying to look this up 55,000 square foot Mega estate in Beverly Hills Well It was a dope house R.I.P. Mm-hmm. to it But Elizabeth Taylor did not live there Ever So
1: Yeah And it almost seemed like this place was never You know Never famous Or anything yeah, but in my mind, I always thought it was.
0: I will tell you that. Um, so here's another thing that I'm discovering as I search around and do stuff. <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: um, the shrimp scene, mm. maybe the best scene in the movie, uh-huh. uh huh, was filmed at a place called Neptune's Net. Okay, on the Pacific Coast Highway. Have you ever driven the Pacific Coast Highway?
1: Parts of it. Parts Not, of it. I've in, never been. Uh, its I've entirety.
0: Yeah. Um, it's in Malibu, but it was also used in another little film called Point Break. Oh, it's
1: the same restaurant. Wow. I didn't know this. Spear guns and Neptunes. Okay. Spear guns.
0: Yeah, Neptunes. Oh, look at that. I think they wow. use the interior in Point Break and they just show the outside, like, dining area in this movie. But, um, damn, this looks good as fuck. <laughs> I'm just looking at pictures of shrimp on the internet, which is, like, mostly what we should be doing on this podcast. But,
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: yeah, Neptune's Net in Malibu, California. Fucking shout out, dude. Sick. Hit us up, sponsor us, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> send, send them some free shrimp. Um, speaking of shoutouts, are you ready for shoutouts or you got more stuff to talk about?
1: I'm ready to shout it out.
0: Let's shout it out. What do you want to shout out to this week?
1: Uh, this is a weird little shout out of something that I experienced and never thought I would, but Jess inherited um, just like some like a semi rare. Let's call it a coin collection. Cool. Okay. Sick. From grandma and from her mother. And this weekend we went to a place called burgundy Coins and Collectibles, yeah. which is a place on what is this on? Is it either 57th or 75th? Yep, I think it's 57th. That's like, the
0: spot. That feels yeah. like the
1: spot for coins.
0: Is that <laughs> yeah. like it's like midtown, sort of west, like a yeah. little past push past Times Square and a little north, and it's like that feels uh, like the spot for coins.
1: It was actually on the It was on the east side. Oh, okay. Like, I let's thought you call said 7th. 57th. Uh, 57th, and let's call it Park. <laughs> and let's call, call it Park. I like that. Oh, I let's love Let's call, call it Park. Yeah. I love this. And um, this place specializes in rare coins and sports cards. And sports memorabilia, sports, sports cards. Sports memorabilia. Cool. And I don't know. There were right two to the gentlemen Apple there. store up there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was kind of cool. And you can bring whatever you want. You call ahead of time. Hey, I've got these coins. Uh, Here's a little mix of what I've got. They're like, that's worthless. That's just pocket spending change, those 50 states quarters. Nobody cares about those. Just go to wherever and get rid of them. But if you have anything older and weirder, come on by. We'll make an assessment. Nice. Yeah. So, it was cool. Like, we just went over there. Jess had done a little bit of research ahead of time to see if she had anything juicy. Mm -hmm. And of, yeah, out of a whole bin full of stuff, most of it was spending change. But, she had a couple rares in there. And they made a purchase. And this guy was really friendly. There was an old geezer in the back. Old geezer comes out, all right, let's see what we got over here. It's like, well, mostly this stuff. But we've got a little bit of silver. We've got a little bit of this. So... I just liked the vibe of like these guys. What do you guys do all day? We just, you know, collect coins, talk about them. We're extremely knowledgeable. We have people coming in from, you know, all over the tri state area to show us their weird shit. And I thought it was cool. And we tied it all together. Like they, um, you know, paid out for a check for the stuff that they wanted. And then they're like, all right, for the rest of it, just take it to your coin star. And.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So, I'd also never used a Coinstar before. Sweet.
0: Yo, shout out to Coinstar. The <laughs> only problem with Coinstar is it, like, takes a cut.
1: Yeah. I think here it was, like, 12%.
0: That's a cut and a
1: half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a, that's a lot, man. <laughs> wow. That's but. a lot more than I was I thought it was, like, 4%, but 12% is fucked. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. actually fuck Coinstar for that. <laughs> I guess I think I went. What to else it. are you gonna?
1: Yeah. yeah. What else are you gonna do with the coins though?
0: I went to the counter at the place here in Auckland. I was like, "Do you guys have a machine?" And they were like, uh, "No." We, I was like, "What do I do with all my coins?" They we're like, "We gotta count it out." I was like, well, "Okay, let's do it." <laughs> I literally stood at the counter for an hour with like this very nice young lady, and we counted my coins together.
1: This was at a bank
0: it was at the ba- at the real ass bank. Mm-hmm. And I was like at the end of it was like this was fun but you guys should get a machine
1: mm-hmm. for
0: this. I feel like, you know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean, I feel like some some banks do have a machine.
1: They Makes have like sense. their
0: own bank coinstar that doesn't charge you the interest. It just deposits it into your account.
1: Mm-hmm. Which The funny thing yeah, the funny thing about these coins is that it's legal tender. So if you bring it to a restaurant, it's the most annoying legal
0: tender there is,
1: right? If you take it to a restaurant, they have to take it. But if you take it to a bank, they're like, "Mm, "We don't do that. Roll it up." They're like, "Or we just won't take it." Spend
0: the time rolling this up Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) into these little paper (laughs) sleeves. What are you talking about, bank? You're the bank. You do this. You deal with it. <laughs> U.S. tendered, all right? You literally you deal are with paid it. as an institution to deal with money crap. And to me, that <laughs> falls into that zone. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Well, I have an anti shout out today. Mm-hmm. I was going to give an anti shout out to my little dickhead baby who will not stop <laughs> crying. Around, Really, between like. 7 p.m. and like 11 p.m. Rough. She is, she loves crying. It it is awesome for her.
1: That's primary chill time, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's like I'm like really trying to like catch up on some Netflix or some shit, and baby, it will not stop crying. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god. Um, no, she's cool. Um, but I do want to give an anti a real actual anti shout out uh, here today. Because I do love my baby, my little baby daughter. the I mean, anti shout out. This is going to be a crazy one. Taco Bell. I'm giving an anti shout out to Taco Bell.
1: Whoa. Not,
0: not based on the quality <laughs> of their product, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. A man is doing me a favor. Okay. I'm not really going to go into what the favor is but a favor is being done for me Mm -hmm. and it's not a small one. And like the guy is super chill and like, I I'm really owe him something. Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: know that this guy loves Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. So what's the natural next step there?
1: Uh, Buy this gentleman a gift card for Taco Bell. Bingo. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Now sometimes in my life, I because I live in New Zealand, I have a little bit of trouble, internet-wise and internet money-wise, dealing with a few things. A lot of times, I put in my credit card, and because I'm on like a New Zealand IP address, it kicks back, and it's like, whoa, 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 are you mm-hmm. who you say you are? Mm-hmm. And so, like the way I've dealt with that in my past is like I have a VPN. I like connect the VPN to a US IP address and I like put in my credit card and works fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Always. For some reason, Taco Bell Security <laughs> <laughs> Like will not accept my fucking credit card transaction. Period. No matter uh-huh. what. I've tried all of my cards, I've tried all of the a whole host of different IP addresses. It just, like, will not fucking do it. They're like, no, 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 We're not dealing with this. So I literally can't get this guy a fucking gift card.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, What happens if you just go into one? Is that an option? Go into into a Taco
0: Bell? Here and purchase a gift card for somebody. But this guy's in the U.S. is the problem.
1: Oh, I see. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. So
0: I'd need to sort of <laughs> e gift him a certain amount of gift cardness. Huh.
1: Taco Bell exists outside of. Is there Taco Bell in. There are a few Taco Bells here.
0: And they just got here like three years ago and people were amped and they're good. They are good <laughs> here. <laughs> I like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Does Taco Bell have a. Customer service support line. Could you call maybe. a Taco Bell? I person? could
0: maybe call Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always amazed that like the the people I need to call in my life, and it, you know, Taco Bell could be on the list there. I'm not sure. Um. Yeah, I do. Taco Bell for me is like the ultimate bath food. I like it. <laughs> uh-huh. There was just a night. There was a night I had a really hard night. I, it's just like, um, it was just, like, difficult. It wasn't work-related. It was just, like, friends and, like, emotional. There was a party and there was a fight and there was just, like, I was, like, t- involved. But it's, like, it wasn't really my fault and it was, I don't know. It was, like, all mm-hmm. over the place, man. Anyway, I ended up staying in, like, this hotel because I was in the Catskills and I, like, didn't want to drive back to where I was you know, two hours. And I had the motorcycle, so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, this dude gave me a ride to a hotel at like two o'clock in the morning. Same guy. And was like, do you want to go to Taco Bell? I was like, fuck yeah. So mm-hmm. like, we went to Taco Bell, I ordered a bunch of shit. And then, um, he dropped me off at this hotel and the hotel had a big ass bath. And it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, yeah. So I ate, drank the Baja Blast. I ate my cheesy gordita crunch and <laughs> my Crunchwrap Supreme in the bath. And from then on out, like every once in a while, like once a year, I'll like get some Taco Bell. I'll
1: Ooh. draw a nice, beautiful bubble bath
0: and like just have the time of my life.
1: Um, That sounds wonderful. It really and is. And I, you know, I'd like to experience that. I'd like yeah. to uh, blend those two together. Those so two they truly things do. fit
0: together better than i think you would expect it to uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. for sure
1: i'm looking forward to it
0: um if you want to connect with us much like i connect taco bell with bath time you, <laughs> you should reach out to us at nolt podcast on twitter where no one likes the tuna podcast on instagram uh no one likes the tuna podcast at gmail.com patreon.com slash no one likes the tune podcast become a patron that'll be fun and uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're catching your pods these days. Shoot us a rating. Shoot us a review. Love to hear your thoughts. Love to hear your thoughts. So, um, that's it from me, buddy.
1: Mm-hmm. I've got an idea for our cycle order.
0: Oh, yes. I'm glad you're following up.
1: Yeah. Let's do a meet in the middle. All right? We've done one now. Yes. Let's do Nine. Two, eight, three, and meet in the middle. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So nine next week. Yeah. Love it. I really love it. I really love (laughs) it. Okay. I'm getting on it.
1: Let's do it. Cycle 26. Here we go. We'll talk to you guys soon.